0: episode number 136 Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello my dear listeners and thank you for joining me today. So you may or may not know that I lead an online group called the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey. This is a year-long program for people who have worked with me with Getting Unstuck or have participated in any of my workshops and are interested in taking this work to the next level. On the journey, we are working on character development and together as a group, we are focusing on one trait a month and really challenging ourselves to have that word whatever that word is for the month, in the forefront of our minds so that we could really implement it into our lives. And when we practice this word, we notice where it's like really easy to practice that word and maybe where it's really hard or where we feel blocked or stuck. And I thought what may be interesting to do on this podcast is to share with you one story a month that relates to the journey. So this month of December, we are focusing on the word generosity. And it's interesting because take a moment and think of the first word you think of when you hear the word generosity. I don't know about you, but when I hear that word, I think of someone giving their time or their money, right? But generosity can go way beyond that. You can be generous with your thoughts and generous with your heart, and of course, generous in your actions. And I have a story to share with you where I noticed I got stuck on not being generous, but because of participating on this journey that I lead, I challenged myself to fix what I felt like was a failure, and I was able to get unstuck. So here's what happened. We recently bought a new refrigerator for our house. The one we had was already over 10 years old, and it was just too small for our family of six. And so we bought a new one. And actually, I should credit my husband for shopping for the refrigerator and buying it, because he did. And he also arranged for the refrigerator men to come and deliver it. So these two men came on a day that my husband wasn't home. And you may or may not know that we live on a kibbutz in Israel, which if you've never visited me before, it kind of looks like an overnight camp with lots of houses and not a lot of roads. And it's kind of hard to explain, so I'll spare you all the details. But basically, getting to our house from the main road, it isn't so easy because there's not a street that brings you to the front door of our house. So it was an effort for those two guys who brought the refrigerator to our house to do so. It included a long walk and it included steps and lifting and it really wasn't easy. Anyway, everything went great as far as I was concerned. The refrigerator fit exactly as it was supposed to in the space that we have in our house and it's a beautiful refrigerator and now it's large and spacious and everything was great. Now, once the men were done, one of them came over to me and said something but I didn't understand what he said he spoke quickly, and he kind of mumbled his words. So I told him, I don't understand. And so he said it again. And I still didn't understand. But I realized what he was trying to tell me or ask me was that he was basically looking for a tip. And so I said, Oh, a tip. And he nodded. Yes. Now, before I go on, I have to tell you that earlier that morning, my husband and I were talking about that we had to pay the monthly bill for our children's bus transportation to school. And my husband had asked if I had any money in my wallet and I said no, because I didn't. And so my husband opened his wallet because we pay this money each month in cash and he took out the money and he left it for me so that I could go pay it. And I'm sharing this with you because when the guy was asking for a tip, I knew, I didn't have any money in my wallet, and I felt really terrible, and I wanted him to know that I wasn't lying, you know? So I actually went over to my purse, I took out my wallet, and I showed him that I had no money in my wallet. There was nothing there. And I told him I would check to see if I had anything in my change purse, which in Israeli currency, the change can actually amount to a significant amount of money, And so I checked and I had 15 shekels, which is like, I don't know, $4. I was very apologetic. And I told the man that I wasn't prepared to offer a tip, which was true. And he kind of grunted and grumbled. And he said to his helper, just take the 15 shekels. We're out of here. Now, as this was happening... What also came to my mind was the money that my husband had left from me to pay for the bus transportation. And of course, thinking about that, I realized I could have easily given him some of that money and delayed the payment of the bus money by a day, or I could have gone to the bank afterwards and I could have paid on time. The point being is, I could have taken some of that money and I could have given it to these two men but I didn't. It was part due to not knowing what amount I should give as a tip because I really didn't know. And part of it was that the bills that I had were way too large for a tip, I think. And so I didn't say anything to him. And then they left and obviously they were very upset. And as soon as they left... I was thinking about the participants in my journey group and how we hold each other accountable for our actions and how we're practicing generosity and how I could have been generous in that moment and I wasn't. And I felt really stuck. I was really upset with myself. Like, I had this opportunity to be generous, exactly the word that we're working on this month, and I completely failed. Like, It was almost like I was being tested and I failed miserably. And it was such an awful feeling. I really just felt so stuck and not knowing what to do with my emotions in that moment. So I took myself through the unstuck method. S, I took a stop. I took a few deep breaths. T, I told myself that I was feeling bad just negatively about myself. I can't think of the word that I was feeling, but I was just feeling like not proud of myself. And then I tried to uncover what was going on. Why was I not proud of myself? I believed I should have known better, right? I should have known that I'm supposed to give tips to people who bring refrigerators. And then I investigated that belief And I said to myself, should you have known Shira? Like, when was the last time a refrigerator was delivered to your house? Like, that's not a true statement. I don't have experience with this. I shouldn't have known. Like, that's not true. I also uncovered that I should have given whatever money I had, even if it was too much, And I was really stuck on that. Like, I just should have given him the money. Like, really? Like, really? Is it going to be such a big deal if you give him a little bit more than maybe what the regular tip would be, you know? And I investigated that belief. Should I have given him whatever I had? And when I investigated that belief, I also recognized that that belief also wasn't 100% true. So I went on to see. And this is what I considered. I considered a redo and by that I meant I had this guy's phone number because he called me when they arrived to know how to get to my house and I realized that I could send him a text message, I can remind him who I was, I could ask for his address and if he would respond I could drop a tip in the mail for him. And that's exactly what I did. I sent him a text, but he didn't respond, at least not after the first two days. But on the third day, he must have seen my text. And he wrote something like, that's very kind of you, you don't need to do that, but if you'd like to, it would be appreciated. Here's my address. And I smiled because I had the opportunity to repair what I felt like was a failure. And you don't always get such opportunities in life, but when you do, I feel like they are true blessings. So yesterday morning, I dropped his tip in the mail and it felt great. Now, some of you listening may believe that I didn't even have to give him a tip, especially because he was being so demanding. My husband, by the way, also thought there was really no need for a tip. But I just felt like I did the wrong thing. And I guess that the act of showing this guy that I was making an effort to repair what I did was also a part of why I was feeling so good. Kind of like I was demonstrating to this person whom I'll probably never again see in my life that people often make honest mistakes, but there are opportunities to repair them. And that made me happy knowing that he would experience this small act of humanity. And when I got home from dropping off that letter, I sat down on the couch and placed my hands on my heart. And Kay held myself in self-kindness for not being perfect and for getting stuck on being stingy. It happens, right? And I said to myself, Shira, you're human. So, my dear friends, Take a moment and look at your life. Where has something not gone right in your life recently, the way that you had wished? Or where may you have said something or acted in some way that just wasn't the way you maybe would have wanted? And where do you want an opportunity for a redo? And where do you have an actual opportunity for a redo? I do believe opportunities for redos are plentiful, and and I would really like to challenge you today to see if you can do a redo today. If you take me up on this challenge today, I would really love to hear from you and hear what your story was and how it made you feel. So definitely please reach out to me either via email or in the Getting Unstuck Tribe on Facebook. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for joining me today. Stay tuned later this month, where I will share an episode introducing you to my new method called The Clear Way, and I will also share with you an episode all about what you can plan to hear and see from me in 2020. I look forward to sharing with you both of these things this month, so stay tuned. As always, I look forward to getting unstuck with... Thank you for tuning in to the Getting Unstuck podcast. It is a privilege to show up here each week and share a new story with you. If you would like to deepen your practice in getting unstuck in your life and in your relationships, I highly encourage you to check out the Getting Unstuck Blueprint. It's my program where we take the ideas of the unstuck method and apply them to our lives in a more conscious and intentional way so that you can begin taking responsibility for creating the changes you want to see in your life. I offer this program both one-on-one and in a group format. You can learn more over on my website at shiragora.com. Work with me. It's one thing to know the steps to the unstuck method. It's another thing entirely to experience this transformation for yourself. Having such support can go a long way. I hope to hear from you soon.